Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. This is when we talk to you and we get to vet your various financial issues. And I don't want you to be scared. I don't want you to be embarrassed because you can do things like change your name, change your location. And unless you have an incredibly distinctive voice, I promise you that no one's going to know that it's you. Okay, so if you want to get on the program, all you have to do is you can hop on to the website at jillonmoney.com. That's the website. Or you can just send us an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com or go onto my website, jillonmoney.com. Either way, you'll get on the air. And that's what Monica did. Monica is in Brooklyn. Monica, listen, I live in New York. I don't go to Brooklyn a lot, but I want to tell you one thing. I Last weekend... I was in Dumbo, which is a very weird statement for me to make. And it was absolutely beautiful. It was like a rainy night and the mist lifted and there was the Manhattan Bridge and it was gorgeous. Do you live anywhere near Dumbo? Not near Dumbo, but but I've been in Brooklyn for years and it, it is definitely the place that stole my heart uh, from all sorts of angles. <laughs> That's so great. Monica from Brooklyn, what is it that we can do to help you out today? Well, I just wanted to say that I'm a huge fan, first of all, and thanks for every all these podcasts. Last year, I took on understanding of my current and future financial situation to get more in charge of it. And along the way, I discovered your podcast, uh, I think it was in December. So I've been on all your episodes, and they've been instrumental in uh, getting a better hold of you know where I am. But what I really wanted to find out um, is, how to maximize my earning potential, my investment portfolio. So I'm 36 years old, uh, currently contributing maximum to for my 401k. Um, I have a good amount in savings. Um, also, I last year I started investing directly in certain in specific stocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out what are my best options at this point outside of the retirement account. Okay. Is, is for someone in my position to get more return of the money I have saved. So either to be able to invest in another real estate or to possibly retire early. Mm. Look at you. You're 36 and you're talking about early retirement. Yeah. Who says <laughs> that Gen X is behind in retirement? So, Monica, how yeah. much do you earn? I earn around 120. Okay. With bonus, with everything. Uh, okay, fantastic. And so you're putting 18,500 this year into your 401k, right? Yes. Okay, yes. great. This is the first year I'm going to be full on. Great. So currently, I have. Uh, I can take you through my finances. Mm-hmm. So I have around 150 in my 401k. Uh huh. Um, I have around another 10,000 in additional IRA. Um, I have some company stocks that I buy at a discount, so that's around seven thousand. Um, and then I have in my savings, I have hundred and fifty thousand. What? Wait a minute, just plain old savings account? Yes. Oh yeah. my God, you're getting like five thousand gold stars right now. And <laughs> how much money in the little stock account? Sixty thousand. 63,000 and the stocks that I'm picking uh, individually. Oh my God, you're unbelievable. You're fantastic. Do you own or rent? I own um, two family houses in Brooklyn mm-hmm. that I purchased in 2008 when the, oh. when the prices went down. Yeah, so I'm currently renting it out completely and I actually I moved back with my parents a little bit to just like kind of 
you know. Um, wait a minute. Get, wait a minute. Stand by. I love this. So you bought a house in 2008 at the bottom. Um, yes. How much did you pay for it? Uh, Six ninety. And what do you think it's worth now? Uh, one, 1.2. Oh, my gosh. It's fantastic. And what kind of mortgage do you have on it? Uh, I have around 3400 That includes insurance and um, taxes. Okay, what the outstanding balance? Do you know how much that is? Um, maybe four, four sixty. Okay, four fifty. Okay, you're not making any extra payments on that, are you? I do. I am making one extra payment a year. Okay. Usually, when I get my tax refund, um, I usually put one of uh, that towards at least one extra payment. Okay. What What's the interest rate on that? It's got to be a fairly low mortgage. Yeah, it's three point seven five. Okay, I wouldn't make an extra payment on that. I mean, if you if it makes you feel better, fine. I, you know, there's no need to. You're well under the mortgage limit under the new tax law, and you don't need to be paying down a three point seven five percent loan at this point. I just don't think that's necessary. So the rent that comes in from now it's two families. So what's what is the rent that is being generated from this house? The net I get from that is around twenty three hundred is 2300 the net after you pay for all of your expenses mm-hmm. so yeah. that's why you're saving so much money yeah oh yeah. my god that you are if i may date myself the leona helmsley of the modern <laughs> age brooklyn um so you're collecting all this rent you're you're banking it and you're leeching off your parents which is nice you like your parents obviously you're staying there how long can that situation last though i mean you're 36 what happens if like you hook up with somebody and you want to have privacy yeah. um i've been in and out of their house for years so my parents are pretty open i'm thinking for another year probably maybe six months mm-hmm. um the reason i moved in uh, with them as i said i wanted to kind of you know get, try to get ahead a little bit because i had the opportunity to do that because i had really good tenants so i don't think you're I'm getting thinking- you're get. i mean let me just say that you are amazing you're absolutely amazing this is a fantastic situation do you want to keep the two-family house as a rental and buy something else? Is that sort of what's cooking around in your brain? Yes, but the real estate nowadays is just impossible. I mean, I've been looking, but it's just I, the numbers never work out. Yeah. The way, so I would ideally, I would love to have this uh, this house generate income and then get something uh, just for myself. But I don't. I just don't see that working out. And with the prices of the houses and how much I would have to pay mortgage just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I especially, especially at, since you already own yeah. something and yeah. you would be happy living in one one side of the house? Yeah. Okay. If the worst case scenario, I'll probably move into one of the apartments, but that would mean that my income would probably at least went down by half, if not two thirds. All right, but big deal. I mean, you got a chunk of money, so you're in great shape. So the money that you have in savings, that 150 grand, why is that sitting in cash at this point? Just because you don't know what to do with it? Yes, basically. I started investing, like I said, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started picking some of the stocks that I started reading about and following. And, you know, and they've been doing pretty well. Yeah. But I don't want to, you know, I'm a, I'm pretty risk, I mean, tolerant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't I don't really mind that that much. But the issue is that, you know, I always know that I have to have a certain amount of savings. Mm-hmm. And listening to your podcast, I think probably around 50 or, you know, 60,000 would be sufficient mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it's just finding the best. If it's not real estate, which doesn't seem like it's going to be in the next couple of years, yeah. looking at the market, what else can I do so it's you know so I get that benefit? I think the next level for you is that now that you're maxing out your 401k, and I'm going to leave the stock investing aside for a second. I think that maybe it would be interesting for you to use this savings account to become what I would call a supplemental retirement account. And what you would do is you would kind of challenge yourself and say, hey, what would happen if, you know, I left my stock account alone, I used this supplemental, you know, general investment slash retirement account to see what it's like to be an index investor. You know, maybe what you would do is you would say, I don't need to be as risky right now with that money. You know, since I've got a bunch of stock money in stocks already, maybe I would just pick four or five different index funds, create a diversified portfolio, a nice asset allocation plan, and maybe have some stocks, you know, U.S., international, some bonds, um, you know, maybe have a little commodities exposure and do that. Or, you know, alternatively, if you want, uh, you could do something like use an automatic financial online financial advisor like our sponsor Betterment, because Betterment does pretty much that. That's a possibility for you as well. But I think that the reality is that you do the hard part of what I try to encourage people to do, which is save. The easy part is how to invest it. With index funds, you can take the money out at any point. Any time. Any time. There's nothing that you're not committing to anything. What you are essentially saying is, I'm going to invest. I can, And you can, again, you can find an index fund anywhere. You can use a robo-advisor. But you are trying to drive down the cost of investing. So you're trying to say, I want to keep my investing cost to under, say, let's say a quarter of a percent a year, you know, and that's it. And then you can pick your own allocation. You can say how risky you want to be, how much in stock index funds, how much is in bond index funds. You can really start to check that out. In your case specifically, because you have so much income, right, because you have this money that's coming in from the rental, I know it's going to be reduced, but you also have good income. You may want to be just aware that index funds, because it's outside of a retirement account, that it's a more efficient way for you to invest because they're not turning over all the time. It's a fixed basket of of assets that you're buying. That's what I would say, that you know, you're know you ready to jump into the next rung of retirement savings, which is a supplemental account. The stock investing, look, I'm not an individual stock picker. I'm really not. I'm a believer in index funds. You know, if you want to keep fooling around with the stock stuff and you like that, that's cool. I wouldn't put a lot more money in there. I think that's just fine the way it is. If you've got some good gains or if you've got some losses, be sure to manage that efficiently just in terms of your tax liability. I think that you're in fantastic shape. I really do. I don't I don't think you need to do a lot more. I think you just have to, you know, stick with your plan. Okay, perfect. You said- right, that's, yeah. So that's what I was I was wondering about if I should go also into the try to get uh, some sort of advisor or an index fund were also on my list of possibilities. So that's that's really great. If you need financial advice and you want to go talk to a certified financial planner because something's going on in your life or you're contemplating the sale or, you know, you're getting married or you're, you know, all, some life event is occurring, then sure, I think that it's worth going. But for just plain old asset allocation, to put a plan together like that, I think that you're in very good shape. It's a commodity, essentially. You can get that really cheap, either through an index fund or through a robo-advisor, either way. 
Okay, perfect. I have uh, robo-advisors on my 401k. Oh, great. Um, I mean, I have, uh, it's called Financial Engine. Mm-hmm. So they manage that. Let me ask you something. Can I just ask you one quick question about that? Mm-hmm. Don't you pay for Financial Engines? I do, and uh, it's I'm paying around 0.47%. Why do you need them? You don't need them. That's what I was... Uh, no, get rid of them. Fire them. Do it yourself. Yeah, because I was the return wasn't that great. I yeah, mean, no, not worth like, it. Not worth it. If you want to, do me a favor. If you want... Send me an email and shoot me uh, just a screenshot of your choices in your 401k. Okay. And okay. then I'll, okay. I, can, I, I can tell you, like, which are the cheaper funds to use. Okay? Awesome. All right. Perfect. Okay. Thanks so much. Monica from Brooklyn, the, the <laughs> real estate queen of Brooklyn. Thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Take Have care. a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off bonus question of the week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then.